Daily Mail Monday, May 9th. DraftKings Golf is now in full swing. We got ourselves another major this weekend, so now it's your chance to make major bucks. It's the Players' Championship this weekend. Uh, so now's your chance to experience the thrill of one-week fantasy golf at DraftKings.com. What you do is draft six golfers, and you uh, rack up points based on per-hole performance, streaks, tournament finishes, and more. So it takes an individual game, turns it into a little bit, little bit of a team sport for all you fantasy nuts out there. If you're not into golf, they got baseball, soccer, MMA, everything in between. But we're talking about golf this weekend. So with every monster drive and every putt made, you could make major cash on the greens. Use the promo code DAILY at DraftKings.com now to play for free with your first deposit in this week's Fantasy Golf Contest with 400000 in prizes. The top prize is hundred grand, so you can seriously cash in. That's code DAILY to play for free at a shot at $100,000 for the top entry over at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Let's go! I got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric, baby, when I turn it on. All through my city, all through my home. We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket. A little JT on a Monday morning to get things going. You know, it's tough to really rev the engine up on a Monday, but there's one dude who could do it. It's JT. And I feel bad for anybody out there who's hating on Can't Stop That Feeling. I feel bad for you. Now, that's coming from Player Hater of the Year. So I understand when you got hate in your heart, you just got to let it out. But man, there are some things I can't even hate on. One of those being when Justin Timberlake puts out a new fucking banger. Justin Timberlake tells you to get electric wavy. You get electric wavy, okay? You don't sit there and talk to me about if it's corny and how it's it's going to be the new happy and we're going to overplay it. and Yeah, whatever. I don't care. Yes, I know it's for the troll movie. I know it's not revolutionary music, but it's about being happy and and dancing. And you know what? That's exactly what the song does. It makes me happy. It makes me want to dance. And if it gets played out, so be it. That's a good sign. That means the song was good. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Bottom line, JT, can't stop that feeling. Dropped last Friday. It's a banger. I got a good lineup for you today uh, here with Daily Mail. We're actually going to begin with a little bit of Science Says. Yeah, bitch! Magnets! Oh! Uh, We got a new scientific study that apparently says that uh, most of your friends don't actually like you. You know those people you call your friends? Yeah, they may not actually deserve that label because chances are a good chunk of them don't consider you a friend. A recent study published in a scientific journal, Plus One, analyzed surveys from 600 students in Israel, Europe, and the U.S. to try to find out uh, how many of their friends were actually their friends. That is, how many of their relationships were mutual. The study will probably depress you. As it turns out, approximately half of your friends consider you a friend. So if you think you have 20 friends, you probably only have about 10. My condolences. Turns out that we were very bad at judging who our friends are, Dr. Erez Shmuley says. Oh, oh, sure. Let me, let, me, let me read a study about having friends and being social and being popular from a guy named Dr. Erez Shmuley. Yeah, okay, I'm sure he's the authority on it. He says if you think someone's your friend, you expect them to feel the same way, but in fact, that's not the case. Okay, Shmuley, Dr. Shmuley, sure thing. What else can Shmuley tell me about, huh? Give me a break. Uh, here's uh, here's the main point, though. Uh, who who cares? Who fucking cares? 
Friends are for the birds, man. I'm so sick of friends. I got I got a crew of friends. They're great. They're awesome. They they probably shouldn't call me friend a friend because I'm sitting here doing this podcast telling saying how much I'm sick of friends. Those these are the type of guys that they they like take a bullet for you, right? They're great friends, but at the same time, that means they want to like fucking catch up. I got friends who call me. What's going on, man? Texting me, yo, like what's up? I'm like. Uh, we really don't have any point to this conversation right here. I really don't want to talk to you. Certainly, I certainly do not want to actually talk to you on the phone about like what, how, what's, what do you, one day my friend called me and said, what do you got going this week? I said, Evan, I got to fucking go. I'm not going to sit here on the phone with you and tell you about what I have on the schedule this week. It's just, you know, and then they, they plan these things. I, I, you know, you know me, Kevin Couch Clancy. I don't want to leave the couch. I got my dog. I got my kid. I got the Mets. I got my wife. You know, that's all I need. I don't want to have to trudge into the city, go to some, like, fucking dinner you guys planned. So then I look like the asshole. I look like the bad friend. I guess I am the bad friend. The point being, you know, if you're sitting there counting how many friends you actually have, and now you're upset that you thought you had 20 and you had 10, well, you're an asshole forever thinking you had 20. You got if you, you should probably think you have 10 and you only got 5. And then out of those 5, probably only 2 that you, like, really ever want to see and feelings reciprocated. Just get over friends. Friends are fucking... Old hat, man. Shit is played out having friends. Let's move over to the Sunshine State. State. Sunshine State. We got a little Florida action going. Everyone from- Let's head over to the Sunshine State. We got a little action in Florida. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them, my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd start. We got a very Florida story for you. Florida coming out of my eyeballs over here. Florida dude shoots his brother dead after they got into a fight about a cheeseburger. A Florida man was behind bars after police say he shot and killed his brother in a beef over a cheeseburger. Very nice, very nicely done, Fox News. A beef over a cheeseburger. Well done. Benjamin Angus Middendorf. Motherfucker sounds straight out of the Lord of the Rings. Benjamin Angus Middendorf from Middle Earth, the last known living man to uh, ever go to the, the Mount Mordor to try to forge the ring from steel of mankind. Uh, was charged with first-degree murder in the death of his older brother, Nicholas Meddendorf. Uh, shot him in the chest. We were in a fight, and I grabbed a gun, and I shot him. Uh, my, uh, this is the father says, my son shot my son. No, it was the mother, sorry. Um, where is your son, and who shot your son? They replied. He said, right here. I'm holding my son. Blah, blah, blah. She said, I hope you go to jail. A beef over a cheeseburger. Um, I have to give this story... Five Floridas out of five. When you murder your own brother, your own flesh and blood, over a cheeseburger fight, I don't, I just, maybe that might be six Floridas out of five, to be perfectly honest. My question is, what do you think the cheeseburger beef was? Did he cook it wrong? You know, he wanted it medium rare and he got it medium? Because he can't undo that. You can always throw it back on the grill and cook a little bit more. But someone asked for medium and you go medium well, well, that burger's ruined. Did you put onions on it when they didn't want onions? Because that's another thing. You know, you, you can scrape the onions off, but it leaves that onion stank on there. That kind of ruins the burger too. You put ketchup on, you can't undo ketchup. There's a million ways to fuck up a burger. Are any of them worth shooting your brother dead? I say no. But that's probably because I'm not from Florida. 
If I was from Florida, I probably would have murdered my brother already. Do you know how many times I probably would have murdered Super Producer BC if we lived in Florida? Millions, and vice versa. We'd both be dead. There's no way any of us would have survived growing up if we were ready to pull a trigger over things like a fucked up burger. But that's just how Florida rolls. Do you, Florida. Keep it moving. Uh, Penn professor over the weekend was uh, questioned on a plane where um, passengers thought that he was a terrorist because he was doing math problems in his seat on his American Airlines flight. Um, the flight was delayed because a fellow passenger thought the math equations he was writing might be a sign he was a terrorist. He was flying from Philadelphia to Syracuse on Thursday night, and he was doing differential equations uh, related to a speech he was set to give in Canada. So uh, the woman next to him passed him a note, passed a note to the flight attendant, and the plane headed back to the gate. The dude is Italian. He has curly, dark hair. So the pilot asked for a word, and then he was questioned by an official. Um, yeah, turns out that you can't do math on a plane because then you're a terrorist. Now, here's the thing. This dude kind of looks a little terroristy. He's got a beard, scraggly beard, curly hair, looks a little Middle Eastern, and he's sitting on a plane doing math equations. Now, yeah, it's a little bit weird to be seeing someone, you know, scribbling out some fucking calculus and be like, that's probably a terrorist. But give me a fucking break, Goodwill Hunting. Who the fuck does differential equations on their flight? Eat a bag of peanuts and drink a fucking nip of vodka and a screwdriver like the rest of us. Pop your headphones in and watch your little tiny TV screen. Come on. There's proper protocol on a plane. And this is it. You don't do anything. You don't say bomb. You know, bomb, 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 bomb. You don't say bomb. You don't do things that are suspicious. And you don't act like an asshole. I'm not saying you're a terrorist for doing math equations. I'm saying you're an asshole for looking like a terrorist and doing math equations on a plane. Getting people all riled up. People are very tense on planes. They think, people think they might crash. They might die. They might blow up. There might be turbulence. They're worried about the bathroom situation. They're worried about a million different crying babies the whole nine. Being on a plane blows. They don't need any extra stress. So, yeah, maybe this person wasn't thinking clearly. It's probably a little bit of a, a you're, on your, you're on your jump to conclusions, Matt, if you look at this guy doing math and say he's a terrorist and have the plane turn around and everything. But the point is everyone's on edge, and you sitting there doing your fucking fancy math is you're not helping the situation. Like I said, peanuts, screwdriver, TV, maybe not off on one of those little U-shaped pillows around your neck that don't really work. Just be a normal fucking plane passenger because anything else is raising red flags. That's how it is in a post-9-11 world. That's it. Let's go to Las Vegas, Sin City, where a zip-lining teen showered a crowd with urine. The 15-year-old suspected urinator happened to, be, happened, happened to be visiting with his family and later apologized for the incident. It's not clear whether it was intentional or not. Uh, he was riding on a zip line, line in Vegas on Wednesday, and he urinated people visiting the Fremont Street experience below. The 15-year-old boy was in a slot was on the slot machine-inspired Slotzilla zip line. Just, I mean, what kind of sentence is that? Fucking Fox. You got to know that I'm doing my podcast. I'm going to be reading your excerpt, and I got to say the slot machine inspired Slotzilla zipline. Jesus, come on! And he drenched the people below him with his urine, like a lot of liquid coming from above us, just showering from head to toe, down our back, on top of our head, dripping down. And we thought it was some sort of water, maybe drinks or beer. Said Cashmere uh, Ferguson, who was visiting from Honolulu. Nope. Turns out it was a ton of piss. 
And I love them being like, uh, we don't know if it was intentional or not. Oh, yeah, because a 15-year-old riding a goddamn zip line in Vegas definitely didn't intentionally whip out his dick and pee on you. It was totally an accident. There's one city in the world where you're going to do a mid-air aerial pee shot crop dusting. It's fucking Las Vegas. Let's not let's not be naive here. That dude, he ziplined and pissed on all sorts of people on purpose. And for that, he should be tried as an adult. When you're 15, you're an adult, and he should be put to death. That's right, I said it. Kill this guy. Drown him in a big pool of urine. Because anytime you intentionally piss on someone, <coughs> you should be put to death. It's not pre-crime behavior, it's full crime behavior because he actually pissed on someone's head and that should be straight up capital punishment. Give that guy the pee, the pee pool. Not the electric chair, not lethal injection, the pee pool. Kill him. And we wrap up today with uh, one of my favorite running stories, type of stories. Uh, anybody who's been following me at Barstool since the very beginning knows that I love made-up medical stories. It began way back in 2009 with the Redskins cheerleader who said she suffered from dystonia, which was a crippling disease where she could she could she couldn't walk at all without her body basically flailing into convulsions unless she walked backwards, in which case she was perfectly fine. Uh, if you don't know that story, you're probably a new stoolie. Probably don't know the story. Just Google it, dystonia cheerleader. It's the biggest fraud medical story in the world. And then we had a million other stories in between that in the past six years. The woman who was allergic to electricity. The man who was in a coma and woke up and knew how to speak fucking Japanese all of a sudden, even though he said he never knew how to do it. All of these stories are bullshit. All of them. They're all lies. None of them are real. These are all people making these things up for publicity. Today, we have a woman who said uh, she fell over, hurt her neck, and it cured 20 years of blindness. A woman who had been blind for 20 years has regained her sight after falling and hitting her head at her home in... Oh! At her home in Florida! Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them I... Didn't know we were going to go to Florida right there, but I'm happy we did because now it... It just lends my uh, my my case even more support. No fucking way this is real. Marianne Franco, 70, gradually became blind after injuring her spine in a car accident in 1993. Then, more than two decades later, another accident and a subsequent operation appears to have led to the recovery of her sight, although doctors are still trying to work out how this could have happened. She says, I was fully blind. All I could see was blackness. I was in my living room going over to the door. My foot caught on a tile, and it flipped me. I hit my head in the back. And it hit on something else, maybe the fireplace after the fall, which took place in 2015. She was incapacitated. She wore a neck brace. Then she had an operation a few weeks ago. Uh, And after four hours of surgery, when she woke up, she realized her sight had returned. I looked towards the foot of my bed and said, hey, lady in purple, get me something for the pain. I was in so much pain, I wasn't nice, and I'm always nice. My niece says, what did you say? And I realized I could see because she knew the woman was wearing purple. What a fucking crock of shit this is. They're calling her the miracle lady. I'm the happiest woman in the world. Blah, blah, blah. You are a sucker if you think that this woman was really blind and now all of a sudden is cured. This woman was faking it. She's been faking being blind for 30 fucking years. I don't know why. I got to know more details. She got in an accident. She, She pretended to be blind for a reason. 
exploiting uh, someone in her family, cleaning up. Oh, you oh you got I got yeah I got in an accident, but everything was okay. No, I got in an accident. I'm blind now. You owe me your life. You got to pay for me. You got to take care of me. I'm blind because of the car accident that you put me in. There's an example. That's why you do it. All of a sudden, 30 years later, you're fucking bored of pretending to be blind. You need out of this. You don't have any way. You don't have any reason to to. You can't own up to it. You can't say, "Hey, I've been faking being blind for three decades." You need a reason. You slip and fall by accident, hit your dome piece. Up, oh, perfect excuse to say it's a miracle. It fixed me. Or even better, you come out of surgery and you're so groggy, you don't realize what you've just done. Almost like Walter White when he was going into surgery in Breaking Bad when he said, "What about my other phone?" To Skylar White, remember that? He had told Skylar he didn't have two phones. He only had the one phone. And then he was loopy from the medicine. And he said to her, where's my other phone? That's because he was out of it. Didn't realize he let it slip. Maybe that happened. And all of a sudden, you got to run with it. Fuck, the cat's out of the bag. I said that woman was wearing purple. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, the surgery cured me. I'm not blind anymore. What do you think? I was born fucking yesterday? You think I don't know a snake when I see one, Marianne Franco? You don't think I know a 70-year-old snake? Give me a fucking break, man. You never were blind, lady. You didn't You didn't get cured from this surgery. You fell over, knocked your head, and you needed to undo 30 years of lying. Can't get one past me. I'm the ultimate snake. Give me a break. That's it for me. Subscribe to Daily Mail. It's at kfcradio.com slash Daily Mail. You get a couple more episodes later this week. And, uh... Of course, a full-length mail time and daily mail. Uh, KFC Radio, coming at you. I'm out. Peace.